Hey, everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from the holy hills of Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I Made This. The podcast. I'm Frank. <laughs> and I'm less creepy Dan. Coming up on today's episode. <laughs> Why, where did that come from? I don't know. Yeah, okay. Well, coming up on today's episode, we have, well, we're going to be talking about Joel Osteen. Oh, that's right. That's we what are. we did last week. Yeah, we, we, we kind of, we said we were going to do it, and we did. And we did. Sort of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we did it. We did it. We absolutely went to Joel Osteen. We did. We'll talk about that We just didn't up. stay. <laughs> no, no, we stayed long enough. To, More than enough time. To give you a really nice little uh, revival review. What was it? It's definitely not a revival. Well, I think that's what it was patterned after. Anyways, we'll talk about all that later. Yeah, I'm, yeah, we'll we'll be able to tell you to warn you all about yeah. the evils of Joel Osteen, and there are plenty. Oh, oh, we're not happy. Evil. We are not happy with that man. I was happy with his, his with his um, mom, with his mom. Right, his mom was at a revival, and his hot wife. Yeah, they're in their fifties. Yeah. And uh, I mean, especially I mean, they were up on they, those were HD cameras pointing at them, and they they held up. They yeah, they hold up. They're, they're, they 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 those there's there aren't many lines on those. Hell, his mom wasn't bad looking. Well, she's had work done too, right? They're yeah. they're in, that's they're in you Houston. know what? That's they're the in work. Texas. That's the work of the Lord, right there, <laughs> Doctor Lord. Do- <laughs> I'm Doctor Joseph Lord. I'll be your plastic surgeon. <laughs> Oh, Daniel. What do you got? Um, Well, I have a story about a new law in Missouri. You hear that, people? He's got paper. I'm back to paper. What I realized this morning is that um, I was laying in bed with my iPad, which is my normal routine before the podcast. Sure. And I go through and I, you know, pull up a bunch of stories and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Uh, And what I realized is that we bought a new printer about two months ago that I can just print to. From my iPad. <laughs> and so I was like, hey, this is going to be awesome because I missed having paper. Okay. It's been about 80 some odd episodes since we yeah. really relied on paper. Yeah. I've missed it the whole time. Well, okay. So I decided to bring it back. Mainly because Frank's I highlight it. Frank's killing trees. I'm killing trees for the podcast. The podcast. Yeah. For you guys. For kill trees for you. <laughs> In your name. So I hope you feel <laughs> pleased about that. Well, all right. Uh, but there's a new Missouri law. Um, that's going into effect. Oh, Missouri. In, yes, Missouri. Uh, that allows for Christmas celebrations in public schools and public <laughs> buildings. <laughs> oh, good. But they've been very clever about how they wrote the law. Okay. Um, because, well, let me just read it. Let me, let me, let me read this thing. It says, um, the, 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 the new Missouri law says, uh, any state or local governmental entity, um, um, public building, park, or school, or public setting or place is not allowed to ban or restrict the practice, mention, celebration, or discussion of any federal holiday. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> Which, of course, includes Christmas. Christmas. But not Eid or... Uh, exactly. Or... Uh, uh-huh. Rosh Hashanah or yeah. any of those things. Yeah. Oh my God. So initially, the uh, Missouri Missouri's governor uh, Jay Nixon uh-huh. <clears throat> uh, vetoed the bill back in July. Okay. Kudos yeah. to uh, Governor Nixon. Um, 
And uh, the reason that was cited at the time was um, because of pressing public safety and health concerns related to local government's efforts to enforce existing fireworks organization <laughs> or ordinances around the 4th of July, <laughs> another federal holiday. Right. So basically, if we read this again, uh, the, 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 the government's not allowed to ban or restrict the practice mention celebration or discussion of any federal holiday so you could just be like shooting off bottle rockets which i don't know if they're illegal or not in missouri but let's just say they are right we're shooting off bottle rockets in a city park and be like but i'm celebrating fourth of july right this is my state law says right you can't you can't restrict this yeah nudity is how i celebrate christmas how i'm celebrating it can it can i put a santa hat on my penis and then just walk around naked that, well, yeah. <laughs> Why not? I feel like that's a that's they a cannot pass of... laws or ban your practice, <laughs> mention celebration or discussion of a federal holiday. Right. So, anyways, well, the House uh, wasn't going to have the the state legislature wasn't going to have anything to do with his veto. Right. And so they overrode it. See, here's where I here's where I think they're making a very big mistake because. Is there any mention in the article of the Fuffer wanting to do something about this? Not in this article, no. Okay. Well, I think I think this is the kind of thing that would interest the Freedom from Religion Foundation completely. Yeah, I would think. Well, here's the deal. You know, our team is always looking for a good reason to take something straight to the top, mm. all the way up to the Supreme Court, and try and get a ruling on it. Right. If they got a ruling against this... It could it could have implications that make Christmas no longer a federal holiday. Mm. Mm-hmm. Which would that be interesting? Which would be awesome. Also, <laughs> shitty. They'd have to call it. I mean, I mean, even if they just switched it to like the federal holiday is now, you know, winter celebration. Right. That would be great. Right. Because nobody wants to lose that holiday as as a free work day and dear and God no stuff. But. I think it might be good if we got rid of especially Christmas as a federal holiday. Well, what they would probably do, because a lot of employers, or some employers already have, um, like, your elective holidays. Right. And then you, as whatever religion, can be like, oh, well, I'm going to take it on Rosh Hashanah. Right. Or whatever. Right. For Eid. Yeah. You know? You, and so... It, it, maybe the federal government could switch to something like that for their employees. Yeah, I, I after mean, getting rid of the federal holiday of Christmas, I, wouldn't it be great though? I mean, I doubt it. I don't think this will happen, just with my limited knowledge of how the legal system works. But wouldn't it be amazing if the unintended consequence of these guys trying to make it okay to practice Christmas in schools, which is probably their express intent? Oh yeah, absolutely. That's that's exactly where this article ends up going. Right. So if if the if, wouldn't it be great if like the unintended consequence of that is that suddenly Christmas is no longer a federal holiday? It'd be awesome. They ruin it for the entire country. Yeah, that I, would be amazing. Right. That's what I'm voting for. <laughs> if Jesus is listening, that's what I want. Jesus. Yeah, I don't think he's listening. Yeah. Well, they um, they did talk to um, a superintendent of the of a school district in Missouri. Mm. Um, it's um, in Parkway. I don't know where Parkway is, but anyways, it's that school district. And um, 
he says, um, we have worked so hard and developed a more inclusive culture of the world we live in. <laughs> um, he explains that the district has a, relig- has a religious leaders group made up of people of all faiths and backgrounds that meet regularly to work on issues of tolerance and understanding. Um, if needs be, uh, he would lean on that group for assistance with navigating this new law. And then he says, in Parkway, we're so beyond this kind of legislation. If we run into issues, I think we can talk our way through the fact that while we want to recognize people's religious rights, we also want to continue the Parkway culture of inclusiveness. <laughs> uh, we're not going to promote one faith or one belief system here. Yeah, I'm sure that that's true. Yeah. And so, you know, I, the the problem <laughs> with this world, actually, the problem in this country is that the is that the people who run for office especially at the state level are by and large nitwits yeah who have like a they have this agenda they've got this one or two issues that just get them all riled up right and that's why they're there they were a small business owner and they saw how like they had to pay x number of taxes mm-hmm. and they had to jump through x number of hoops mm-hmm. and so they're so sick of it yeah the state making them do all this stuff that they run for state office so that Absolutely. they can change it yeah and they pass some stupid laws but what is and then, still and okay then, about this country uh-huh. is that we have superintendents like like this guy right who are like okay well that's a really dumb law <laughs> yeah and how, how am i going to keep my school district working with, with with the value set that we have developed to be an inclusive society. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's obviously that that's amazing if it's true. If he actually manages not to have. If he can figure out how to navigate it while the law's on the books. Because right. Clearly this law. Because what's he going to do? A teacher, a teacher is going to be like, Merry Christmas, everybody. Let's talk about Jesus and what right. the re- true meaning of Christmas is. Right. And what's he going to do? He's yeah, got a he, really hard time. I mean, he he can ban it, but he can't ban he it. He can't ban it. What he has to do is he has to he has to convince everybody to be on their best behavior. Right. right. That's what he has to do. In the meantime, because this law clearly will be struck down. I wonder if he, I wonder if he could add. I wonder eventually. If he, right. Oh, obviously. Clearly, this is a law. This that, will not pass muster. It's destined all. to be killed. But I do think I do wonder if maybe if maybe a superintendent of schools could say something along the lines of, "Okay, I can't stop you from talking about." christmas even though i encourage you not to but what i can do is say if you talk about christmas in my district you have to also talk about hanukkah uh kwanzaa and uh eid or and and something else maybe you know what i mean like you you could pile on that's not restricting no that's That's just saying that's including that's adding unto but it wouldn't work with this law he couldn't get it in because those aren't the, the 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 those oh. religions don't have federal holidays. Yeah, Th- that's it, why they were so clever with this one. Yeah. It's because the federal holidays but what I'm saying that is, are also religious are Christian. Right. But what I'm saying is that this law prevents him from being able to block talking about Christmas. Yeah. It doesn't prevent him from tacking onto if you talk about Christmas, right. which you are allowed to do, uh-huh. you have to talk about all these other things too. Maybe. I, I Might be. Know. That's my workaround. The way that our Oh, maybe it could be the way that our school district is going to recognize this hol- this religious holiday <laughs> is by being inclusive. By, by discussing all religious holidays. Yeah. 
and and talking about who knows who knows what who they knows? could get away with that's why it's a terrible law it, well yeah that <laughs> and many reasons are why this is a terrible law all right well i'm gonna i i'm gonna talk about oh you know what i'm gonna I'm be just just to tag on to that i'm going to <laughs> re- change the order of my of my oh. of how i was going to do things because oh, really? since we're in sort of the i don't know is 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 missouri considered midwest yeah ish no, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I'm going to throw that. I'm going to I'm going to stay in schools in the Midwest. Is Ohio Midwest? The Midwest confuses Ohio me. Ohio is the Midwest. Missouri is the Midwest as well. Okay. However, it did come into the Union as a slave state. Right. Am I right? I don't how if I know. I can't I'm, remember. I think it, <laughs> it's the show me state. I know that about Missouri. Good job. Joplin is in Missouri. Let's yeah. see what other facts I can come up what with. What other facts? For uh, Missouri. Also known as Missouri. Um, and there's a lot of Mormon stuff in Missouri. Yeah, yeah. That we that we did a video about. Maybe it didn't come in as a slave state. I can't remember. Okay, that's enough. We're fine with Missouri. <laughs> I'm gonna move on. Oh, to Dan's getting a little uh, snippy here. I'm bored people. with Missouri. All right. So uh, in in you'll recall that we talked about uh, a school in Ohio a while back that had a picture of Jesus Christ hanging. It was it was in it was, it was a middle a public school. school. It was a public middle school uh-huh. and their reasoning for leaving it up in I think the cafeteria or or something. I seem to remember it being in the entryway of the of the school. So like you came in and it was up above like the main entry. It hangs in the school's hall of honor. I don't know. Oh, okay. Is. Well, they're honoring Jesus then. Right. Uh, and their their reasoning <laughs> was that it was given to them by students, uh, by a group of students. And therefore, it wasn't the school. Oh, right. Uh, you know. And it was like given to them back in like 1921 or something 50-something. Like uh, 50s? I think so. That's my memory. Oh, but okay. I, don't, I don't have it here. Anyway, um, they were they were forced to remove it. Um yeah. Oh. After after reaching a settlement with the ACLU uh, and the f- 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 um, yeah. but if you'll recall, the superintendent of the of that school district said he wouldn't remove the picture with an or, even with an order from the from the school board or a judge because hmm. he said the display comes from a student's initiative, which makes it permissible for display. And then he yeah. and, and he also got really uppity and was like, uh, and and was like. Um, he, I mean, he said something about where is it? Oh, he said some group from Madison, Wisconsin, who knows nothing about the culture of the community, wanted to wanted him to remove it, mm. and so it was just like, I'm not going to do it. You can't make me in the principal. I think that was the principal, or maybe I don't know. Right. Anyway, they, they were they were going to stand their ground. Right. No. Yeah. Well, no. I don't... <laughs> Not no laws and courts and court rulings get involved. So, so a judge did rule against them. Yeah. Said you have to take it down, and that may have been that may not have been enough to actually get them to take it down. Oh, but I'll tell you what is enough to get them to take it down: the settlement requiring that they pay both the ACLU and Freedom from Religion Foundation nearly a hundred thousand dollars in damages and legal fees. Whoa! <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Yeah, they finally agreed to remove the portrait because the fees were mounting. Wow! And it's the best oh, case God. scenario. Yeah. The longer they kept it up, the more these guys were just going to push them, and mm-hmm. the more the more time these lawyers spend on that case, the more the more they're they going to have to pay. Because it was a losing 
they saw that it was a losing battle. It was definitely a losing battle. It was they, always they, it was going a lost to be, battle. It was a, yeah, yeah. It was just how much more do you want to put? How much more money do you want to pour down that hole? Oh my god! So, huh. Well, that's well, good. Yeah, way to stand Jesus your ground, down guys, from yeah. the public school wall. Isn't that interesting? I how, love how the, how your moral stand yeah. sort of dissipates once you realize that you're actually like, oh yeah, there are consequences yeah. to this shit. Well, and what I love is this whole sort of like student initiative like workaround thing because like having as as a as a youth gone to high school in Oklahoma mm-hmm. I remember when we our school was finally ordered to stop having prayers at football games and so the workaround <laughs> was a teacher who was uber religious right um announcing that the way that we could continue having prayer was if some students <laughs> wanted to pray right all on their own and if you just happen to show up in the press box there will be a microphone waiting <laughs> but you know like it was like this total like right, you right, know if right. you happen to blah, 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 this could blah, yeah, blah, blah, blah. not sure if anybody so they, wants they kept doing it. a little open mic uh, yeah. moment but yeah and so that's and so it's something similar to what we talked about i think on the last episode right but it was that's how it came about it wasn't it wasn't students who figured it out right a group of students right. who were of like oh not. you know what we can do and so i highly doubt that it was a group of students I mean, maybe a group of students was like, we need a picture of Jesus up. But come on, really? Right. It was parents going. It was parents or it was a teacher who right. was like, you know what? If you guys just got together and raised some money, you could put a picture of Jesus up. Right. So it's not – these don't come from the students. Well, and what's amazing is that they just don't follow these arguments to their natural consequence, which is to say that if a group of students who were, you know, devious little shits – Mm-hmm. heard that heard you know well this was put up by a student group and blah 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 what's to stop them from bringing in a picture of hitler right and just saying well we like hitler right you can't why why do you get to put up why do they get to put up jesus and we don't get to put up hitler and then if they you know the other thing is then you get them to to delineate their lines further and then you can't stop them from putting up a picture of muhammad right. which would really be offensive and wrong to everybody right the Christ- Christians, they would, under, they would see Muslims. why it's wrong. Right. Right. <laughs> You're just tempting some smart, deviant kid yeah. to fuck with you. Well, where is the point. smart, deviant kid? I don't know. Well, I mean, you're also, you need, you'd need a kid that is willing to take that kind of heat, which is a problem. Yeah. In Ohio? I wouldn't want to take heat in Ohio. No. Anyway. Hmm. So there you um, go. Would you, Dan, be interested in a round of Jeopardy? Uh, or a Jeopardy-like game? What is yes? <laughs> um, well, so, interest, uh, we'll get to that in a sec. So, this this week, uh-huh. on Jeopardy, they had a for round... Our, for our international listeners, Jeopardy is a, quiz, is a game show in which uh, trivia questions are asked. Yes. Or trivia answers are asked, and questions are given as answers. It's, yeah, that's it's the gimmick. Totally, it's totally confusing. Stupid. Um, but anyways, on Jeopardy, they have their little categories, and the contestants get to pick the category, and blah, 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 blah. Sure. And uh, one of the categories this week was... Well, actually, let me just play the, let me play the clip. You're going to play some I'm audio. I'm going to play a little okay. clip. Yeah. Fun. 
Today, these categories in the first round. Travel books, followed by celebrities' kids' names, The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. What? <laughs> I'll take celebrity kid names. <laughs> what is Apple? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also something you can eat. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this child, this, this celebrity child is... <laughs> Okay, uh, so anyways, yeah, the, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, or the Mormons. Or the Mormons. All um, right, so are you, you're going to ask so me some I of the questions? I have the questions. Now, from... sadly, some of these also were associated with, like, an image that went up, but oh, you'll okay. get what okay. it's talking about. Okay, I'll, uh, I'll take uh, Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints for 200, please. Some of the thousands of—this one had video with it. Okay. Uh, some of the thousands of young Mormons who travel far and wide are seen here. <laughs> uh, ding, 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 ding. What are missionaries? That's correct. <laughs> Wait, are we on double jeopardy or are we on single jeopardy? I don't know what to ask for. Just just go to the next okay, one. Okay, I'll take the next one. Okay. I'll stick with Mormons, please. In this building, home of the church choir, a pin dropped at the pulpit can be heard at the back of the hall. What is the tabernacle? That's correct. <laughs> two for two. This is good. Okay. Uh, keep going in the category, please. Serving as one of the 12 of these... Mary and Romney got closer to the presidency of the church than his cousin Mitt did. Brrr, uh, what are apostles? That is correct. In the sacred grove, seen here, he had a vision of God and Jesus in 1820. Brrr, who is Joseph Smith? Oh, there was more. But you care. got it right. I don't care. Um, I got to beat these other guys out. Yeah. The thing is, they don't open <laughs> it until Alex finishes talking. Oh, that's, mm, you can't really? You can't I buzz don't in? think you can ring in oh, okay. early. Because he got tired of being interrupted. <laughs> um, the logo seen here is for the church's mega thrift store called These Industries. But the word means honeybee. But what is Deseret? Yay! <laughs> I ran the category. So the contestants went for it first. Uh huh. Oh, really? And cleared it. And they all they, and they got them all right. Wow! There wasn't a wrong answer in the mix. Wow! Deseret. I, Deseret blew my mind. Even just coming up that's with so apostles. Utah. Yeah, well, but 12, like Jesus had 12 apostles. He had 12 disciples. Oh, where's the word apostles come in? I don't know. That That's impressive. Yeah. Why the hell would these people know that? Yeah. It was... I, I have good reason to know that. Yeah. So I can, I get to sound smart, but they... that I'm really <laughs> impressed by... Like, if you're not from Utah... I mean, getting the missionaries, yes. Oh, sure. The guy who got the tabernacle, he said, Tabernacle Choir! What is the Tabernacle Choir? And Alex was like, well, we'll take it, but it's just the te the building mm -hmm. we're looking for here. Um, yeah. And Joseph Smith, that, that makes sense. People know the name yeah, of Joseph Smith. Yeah, Joseph Smith, yeah. And was there a picture of Joseph Smith? There was a, both a picture of the Grove and of Joseph Smith. Oh, okay, so yeah. you, that's going to be easy. Yeah. Not easy, but for anyone who's educated. It would, that, well, it would clear it. out Brigham Young real right. quick for right. a lot of people. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I guarantee you Brigham Young never knelt in no grove he didn't kneel anywhere that, guy was that not, man stood and prayed that was not a kneeler <laughs> he was probably a nose breather i'm gonna rule this state you guys should come over here and <laughs> you should probably i need i need more wives i think <laughs> I think I, we should grow bees. <laughs> Sugar beets. Sugar, we need beets. 
we need a, a I'm sugar gonna, processing plant. Maybe we can have silk. We can make somebody oh, get silk. Give me some silkworms. There. <laughs> okay, this is grossing me Th out. There were Quakers on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously there were Quakers on the moon. <laughs> I think I'm keeping the beard, but I'm losing the mustache. <laughs> All right. There'll anyway. be a statue of me in this town. <laughs> <laughs> Two of them. It's, 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 it, it's too bad because what we've hit on here is something brilliant, which is, and now, James Gandolfini as <laughs> Brigham Young. And yet he's dead. Oh, we can't do it. Why did you it. wait until I was a I'm glad I didn't get the glass of water fully to my mouth. <laughs> you almost did a spit take. Oh. We, okay. al we almost ruined Frank's computer with that. <laughs> I, no, I would have aimed toward the back. <laughs> Gandolfini is... Well, was. <laughs> Could have been. In my heart, Brigham Young has been will be played by Gand Gandolfini in heaven. Oh, that's what I'm going to yeah, see. Okay. That's, that's what's going to happen. Yeah, and an all-star. <laughs> an all-star cast. With James Woods as Joseph Smith. Ooh, yeah. And, and, and I don't know. And Jodie Foster as, as Emma. Emma? Yeah. I think that'd be good. Yeah. Yeah. Liv Tyler, Liv Tyler is <laughs> as, wife number three. As, as Eliza R. Snow. <laughs> okay. Now we're just getting obscure here. Liv Tyler. That was... What I'm, has she been in recently? I don't know. Yeah. She needs to be in that, though. Yeah. She's a little cutie, is what she is. <laughs> well, she was at least 10 years ago. Yeah. For, well, for all we know. any of us saw her, she was. For all we know, she's a cutie. Yeah. Hopefully, she hasn't gone... You know, taking any steps down her dad's road in mm. terms of looks. Right. Or I was thinking, whatever happened to Sinead O'Connor happened to... <laughs> Have you seen <laughs> pictures of Sinead O'Connor? No. Oh. Is she still she bald? Did not. Yeah. <laughs> but middle-aged now. Oh, dear. She did not Now she just well. looks like a cancer victim? Yeah. Without the headscarf. Oh, dear. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, go on. What... No, it's, it's you. It, it? Oh, it's me. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Um, so you're aware that in uh, in April, this coming April, uh, the the atheists descend on our fair Berg. Yay! American atheists big convention. Yeah. And it's like their fortieth. It's like a big one. It's like a round number. I think it was forty one. Didn't they do their big anniversary last year? They did the anniversary of the organization, <gasps> and it was the fifty year fiftieth year of the organization. Uh. But I think this, this is, is the, their 40th convention. Oh, no way. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's kind of cool. Yeah. I did not know that. We better confirm that. We better confirm that. I I swear I read it in the article, but that's okay. I can't find it now. Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, they're, so they're coming here, and uh, in in anticipation of it, yeah. they, of course, because they're American atheists, looked into billboards. They want to put up some billboards. Well, of course, yeah. They love billboards. They're they are a billboard loving group of people. Billboard building <laughs> the, the billboard. They're a billboard bunch. <laughs> uh but uh unfortunately What? The none of the local billboard companies, sign companies, what? will let them put up a billboard. What do you mean? And they even watered it down pretty hardcore, considering their billboards because they are the ones who do the most offensive bill. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's kind of their gimmick. Their gimmick. Right. That's how they get attention. They were put. They wanted to put one up that just said, like, one of them has a little picture of a woman 
stock photo of a woman. <laughs> and it says, mother, comma, mother, teacher, military veteran, I'm Susan Smith, and I'm a... And it's like, it's a play on the I'm a Mormon yeah, thing. Yeah. So it says, I'm a Mormon, and then that's crossed out. And uh-huh. then it says, I'm an ex-Mormon, and that's crossed out. And it just says, I'm an atheist. Right. That's all it is. Yeah. That, for them, is as mild as it comes. <laughs> that is, I mean, and let's, let. I mean, the truth is, what's, it? all it says is, I'm an atheist. You know what right. I mean? When you boil it down. It doesn't say, I'm an ex-Mormon because Mormons are idiots. No. It just says, I'm an atheist. Right. Well, nobody will do it. Nobody will carry it. So the Salt Lake Tribune ran a big thing. Which uh, Here's what's brilliant. I, this works out better for American atheists. Right. Because an article in the newspaper costs them nothing. Right. And more people probably see it. Right. Than the billboard. Oh, you know, I... <laughs> It's part of the strategy. Yeah, absolutely. You know, absolutely. If if the billboard goes up, it gets a story in the paper. Right. If the billboard doesn't go up, it gets a story in the paper. Right. They just pitch the story differently to the paper. Right. Exactly. So 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 yeah, they couldn't. the The local companies are um, Reagan Signs and Yesco, and uh, and both were <laughs> no co. Yeah, Yesco said no co. <laughs> no go from Yesco. Coming up. What's really stupid about this is that I was driving home from Syracuse, Utah the other day. Lovely Berg. <laughs> Nothing is happening in Syracuse, Utah. <laughs> Except the destruction of our farmland. Yeah, I don't care about that. Oh. You'll learn all about it this Monday, Dan. I will. I'm Frank's you guys, Frank's uh Frank's documentary is on TV uh-huh. this Monday. This Monday. At what time? Eight PM, channel seven. Channel seven here along the Wasatch Front. Three locals. Yeah. Um, anywho, uh, so I'm driving home from Syracuse, Utah, and somewhere in Davis County, roundabout Bountiful, which is just north of Salt Lake. It's it's mm-hmm. no, it's not far from hmm. Salt Lake City at all. It's just barely north of it. It's just north of North Salt Lake. Right. <laughs> yes. Thanks for not confusing the issue. Um, there's a big big billboard. From that's put up by Answers in Genesis. You know this organization. This is the organization that, like Ken Hovind does, and mm. it's and and like they're the ones that do, that are doing the, the they the do the creationist museum in Kentucky and like <sighs> mother stuff. God, and yeah. it's it's an anti-evolution billboard. That's offensive. That's utterly offensive. That's actually offensive. Yeah. Maybe we should just start keeping a tab, keeping tabs on like what is actually offensive that they're willing to put up, and right. just write them at least send in and be like and call them on it. Even if right. nothing comes of it, just be like, you guys are being inconsistent here. Well, I happen to know that the Utah Coalition of Reason, the Utah, uh, you know, or chapter of the organ of of the national organization right. Coalition of Reason, is trying has been trying to put signs on. Uh, our transit oh. authorities, like on the buses or the trains, on yeah, the, yeah. the local trains, and they've been denied. Right. And the reason that UTA has given them, the Utah Transit Authority has given them, is that they won't, is that they're not selling anything. Right. So now that means that the, the Coalition of Reason people have to go into the UTA, look through all of their backlogs, uh-huh. and try and find somebody that wasn't selling that something. Wasn't selling something. And find a counterexample, hmm. and they'll they'll probably find it. Well, other church, other churches it. have advertised, and yeah. it's not like the churches are like, "Come to our church and buy things." <laughs> well, there, 
There is an inferred you'll give us money. Well, there should be an inferred that with the Coalition of Reason, too. Well, what could they sell? They should they should sell some t-shirts. They should sell our t-shirt. Yeah. Just throw our t-shirt up there. Yeah. Sell something on your billboard. I mean, if that's all they're rejecting you for. Right. Sell just something. put a little thing on it that, that says, hey, buy our t-shirts. <laughs> Don't believe in God? Buy the shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, will you call them up and suggest that? <laughs> I'll, talk to, I'll talk to somebody. Hey, I've got a workaround for your issue. It's good for everybody. <laughs> Don't believe in God? Buy the shirt. <laughs> hey, speaking of buying the shirt. No, oh, yeah. Uh, you, if you guys all go to uh, Thank God I'm Atheist, we mm-hmm. got, you know, they're selling like hotcakes yeah. out there. I'm yep. a, I'm mildly Flying concerned that our system that's supposed to be counting them and making sure that we don't oversell <laughs> them isn't working. Is so, it not tallying the sales? I I feel like I don't I I feel like I don't know, and that's what's making me nervous. Anyway, okay. For right now, we've got plenty of shirts. Okay. Order and buy. Yeah, and you know, uh, if if you buy a shirt and we happen to be out. At the at that moment, it's not that hard to make more. No, we're making more, so we'll just it, so it, we'll, it, we'll keep up on and it. And please allow you know some time for the shirts to get to you. We're right now we're we're still like sorting out how we do this. It's like a our two process. man show with <laughs> right. a two man. It's a two man operation, and here. both of us are very busy guys. Yeah, so we're we're, we're we can we're, we can Dan we, we can, can get it. shirts put in the mail. Yes, we're doing it. I'm just saying, don't be. Have you done it? Yes. <laughs> people have their shirts already. Oh, excellent. But other people don't have them yet. Okay. I'm just saying. Okay. We're just we're fulfilling well, that's how orders. It works. As we do. Yes. If you're receiving orders, yeah, continually, yeah. Just then sometimes people won't have received them yet. <laughs> True. Okay. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> so dumb. All right. Um so Darren Aronofsky you know the, the, film, the filmmaker the the filmmaker yeah i like uh, to call him derner derner such uh Durner-ner. such such films as uh let's see the fountain right sure and yeah. uh was he black swan uh yeah yeah, uh-huh. yeah. and uh, uh requiem for a dream requiem for a dream sure uh-huh. yeah yeah so Darren not that guy that guy mm-hmm. um he was tapped to uh make a um or I don't know if I don't know who came up with the idea actually, but um, he uh, he is creating a blockbuster version of the epic tale of Noah and his ark. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> is he, is he Christian? Uh, well, he's a guy that uses like myth mythos in yeah. his films, like yeah. really dr- dramatically. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like the fountain was 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 very into the sort of mythologies and, ah, yeah. and stuff. Yeah, that's there was all the Buddhist shit in that. There was yeah, it was, that that film was nuts. Yeah, Pi. Didn't he direct Pi? Did he direct Pi? Yeah. Ah, uh, wow. Do you have the full list up? Uh, sure. Pull, yeah, I can. Pull the list? Yeah. Anywho, um, he uh, well, unfortunately, or maybe fortunate, fortunately for us, uh-huh. um, the the film is causing uh what's the word um hubbub 
uh, some anxiety. Consternation? A little bit of anxiety over oh, okay. Paramount. Because some of the initial public uh, tests, uh, the public didn't really like uh, some of the <laughs> messaging. Oh, really? Oh, good. Um, and so it's, it's quote, troubling <laughs> for Paramount. I, wait, can I tell you some of the cast from Noah? Yeah, sure. It's in post-production now. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, coming yeah. out next year. Oh, they've, they've done tests yeah. in front of audiences already. This is going to be great. Yeah. Emma Watson is going to be in it. Okay. Jennifer Connelly. That's going to be good. Okay. Uh, you want to know who plays the man himself? Yeah, who? Russell Crowe. Shut up! <laughs> Master and commander of all of the whole world, because he's the only guy that can steer the ship anymore. Yeah. Okay. Tony Hopkins is in it. Anthony Hopkins. No way. As, as God. M- as Methuselah. Wow. Well, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, old man, you're going to die. Uh, yeah. This is really... I can't wait to see this movie. I can't either. We're, you and I are going to have to do a, a movie review. Oh, yeah, yeah. Of this particular movie. Um, however, um, after... So there was a um, somebody got his hands on a a, a version of the script. I don't know what what stage or version or whatever. Um, But uh, he was. uh, I've never heard this description of a person before. Faith based screenwriter. Oh, that doesn't sound awful at all. <laughs> he says that um, he wrote a blog post about how the film was deeply anti-biblical in its mm. moral vision. Well, I, what could possibly be anti-biblical right? if it's also moral? <laughs> oh, my God. You know, what's like, funny is really moral. This is from the Old Testament. Yeah. There's almost nothing. Matter of fact, this is from Genesis. Yeah. There's nothing in that book that's moral. Exactly. That book is like pure amoral nonsense. <laughs> it's yeah. crazed lunacy. Right. Exactly. exactly. So, so I mean, yeah. All you have to do to make it seem anti-Christian it's is tell, tell the fucking story. Yeah, tell the story and you're fine. And you've already, and it's already... As anti-Christian as it gets. Yeah. And clearly what he's saying by anti-biblical is yeah. anti-Christian. Yeah. Anti- or not even anti-Christian, just not in line with. Like, it doesn't have to come out as, like, anti-anything. Yeah. But Christians will feel attacked if their views aren't, you know, yeah, honored or whatever. Right. Well, I mean, I think the main, the, the interesting point about Christians, this is going to be fascinating. I hope... It is my dear hope that Aronofsky, that this script followed very closely the story in the Bible. I hope so. However, um, Aronofsky apparently has opted to use CGI animals, including Fantastic Beasts and some slightly altered versions of animals that we might expect to see. Meaning meaning that evolution has occurred since then? Maybe. (laughs) And obviously some things were killed off. By the flood, I think would probably be mm-hmm. the fantastical beasts. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it says here that um, it has a March twenty eighth premiere. Oh, both or Chris- release rather. Bo- both Christian Bale and Michael Fassbender were considered uh, for Noah, but they both Fassbender had... would have been an interesting Noah. Yeah, it would have been. But yeah, a he... handsome Noah. I always think of Noah as old. You can't yeah. age Fassbender. He's too. No. He's too handsome. We're, yeah, exactly. You can't age handsome. Whereas Russell Crowe, you can make that dude look 
Yeah, oh, he'll age. You can age that guy. <laughs> you don't even have to do anything. You probably do less than he ages. Yeah, yeah. You have to do more to young well, him up. I mean, it, what, I mean, how old is Russell, Russell Crowe these days? 50-ish? <laughs> um, I, I'd imagine he's... Oh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah that's there. probably about... I mean, granted, Noah was, what, probably about 800 when the flood happened? <laughs> right, or something. Yeah, some stupid <laughs> amount that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah. Does the does the Bible say when how old uh, Noah was when the flood happened? We know how old he was when he died, right? I mean, I don't know, but I'm pretty sure it's mentioned in the Bible. I don't, I don't know. I mean, we know that he had sons, uh-huh. that he had kids, and that yeah. they, that to my recollection, his kids didn't yet have kids. Mm. Do you remember mention of grand young family grandkids on the boat? No. I don't, I don't remember, remember any mention of grandkids on the boat. Well, the grandkids weren't allowed. There was enough room for the grandkids. <laughs> two and by so... two, bastards. Leave those kids behind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Unless you were of reproduction age, why would you be allowed onto the boat? Yeah. Exactly. You know? Well, it... because you're Noah's family, and of course you're going to save your own family. Yeah. But the guy down the street, too wicked to live. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. All right. Interesting. I'm fascinated. That'll be a, a, a really uh, interesting, crazy uh, movie to watch. Yeah, it's going to be delightful. It's, it's <laughs> just, can there be one moment? The arc is there. Can the volleyball from Castaway just float by? <laughs> I just, I real. that's the image I want to see. I want to see. Yeah. And then, and then, and then Tom Hanks, but not as that guy, but as Captain, Captain, whatever. He, oh, in, the in new the, one. In the new yeah. one. Yeah. He's like in his little orange dinghy. Yeah. Floating oh. by. Whatever. Yeah. Oh, no. It's, oh, the new, the new floating by movie is, is, uh, is Rob Redford. Bob Redford. He's in a movie? He's in a movie about like being stranded out on this high seas. No. By himself. Life of Pi. Yes. See the in the new is he in the remake of <laughs> Life is. of Pi? He is. It's 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 <laughs> Life of Sundance. Yeah. And Aww. the tiger is different in this one. Now it's a a moose and stuff. But yeah. it's fine. It's the same basic. And he, he's, he's really just out in the middle of the Great Salt Lake. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's, it's a strand. It's just stuck there. He's just yeah, exactly. He's got an mm. antelope on the on the boat and yeah. There, yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. All right. Uh the Vatican. There's trouble at the Vatican. Oh? This time it's not an argument between the Vatican and the Pope, though. Oh, that's new. Uh, the, so the, the, the Pope issues, the Vatican issues um, papal medals to people. Really? Mm, yeah, like you, you've you done well. Here's a medal that you get. Like a congressional medal of honor type thing. Right, exactly. Only but it's, it's a papal medal. It's, of... a con- it, it, it's a Catholic medal of honor. Right, okay. So... Way to not use any birth control. Here's your medal. <laughs> you had 20 children. Right, exactly. You get a medal. Uh, well, they had to uh, recall. <gasps> They've withdrawn thousands of official papal medals. Thousands? From Oh, I guess they're... Yeah. Are they for sale? I guess they're for sale. eBay? They're produced in gold, silver, and bronze. Oh, it's more like Olympic medals, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's really, it's really <laughs> perfect 10 right, the, ex- the, right exactly vault. and the gold medalist for popping out kids goes oh. to octomom mm. no uh so yeah so but they had to withdraw them because of a mis- misspelling oh no they misspelled jesus 
<laughs> what? No. Yeah, they did. They did. It was in. It, it's from a passage. <laughs> they have the. Pa- How did they misspell Jesus? They have the papal motto uh, uh-huh. printed on it, which is in uh, uh, which is in uh, Latin, mm. and the the it reads. Uh, <gasps> oh, I know. Vidit ergo Jesus publicanum et quia misera blah 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 blah. Okay, sure. Um, which which says which translates to Jesus therefore sees the tax collector. And since he sees by having mercy and by choosing, he says to him, follow me. Who knows what the fuck that means. But <laughs> I think Jesus in Latin is spelled with an I. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. On these medals, it's spelled with an L. <sighs> Lesus. It's lesbian Jesus. Lesus. 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 Anyway, that's pretty funny. Like of all the of all the typos to make, yeah, Jesus, that's the one you don't want to misspell. <laughs> you can yeah. tax you, collector, sure, <laughs> misspell sure. it, sure, yeah, exactly. You can you can misspell misspell you know sequere, right? But you can't misspell Jesus. Yeah, it it's hard to spell misspell sequere though. It's, yeah. it's exactly how it sounds. Yeah, how much how badly do you want one of those misspelled medals now though? That's oh, your, I bet they're worth. That's a lot. collector's item. You that's hang like on the for that stamp for, with the plane that's upside down. Right. Yeah. You yeah. hang on to that for ten years. You got yourselves a, a a tidy profit. Oh yeah. Off of that. Embarrassing. Right. It's embarrassing for the Catholic Church. It's about time the church had a tidy profit. Yeah. Get it, profit. I don't know. Oh, just making a profit. Oh, joke. oh, that was bad. Man. Anyway, well, there you go. Oh. Misspellings abound. Problems Terrible in the world. Dead. Well, if you guys want to get in touch with us and tell us how we've misspelled something, you can do so. You can uh, go to our Facebook page and uh, like us there. That's, that's true. That's facebook.com slash TGI Atheist. Or you can email us. Our email address is podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Right. Or you can call us and leave a voicemail, as so many did uh, yeah. for last week's show. That was, was really fantastic. nice. The number for that is... Uh, Number one, country code one, four two four six 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 eight four four two. Wow, Dan. Yeah. Uh, also, we'd like to make a quick announcement before mm. we go to our break. Uh, there's going to be a fundraiser this Thursday. Yeah, for the Utah Coalition of Reason. And the date for this Thursday would be what? Oh, the, you know, the twenty fourth. Y- yeah. yeah, the twenty fourth of October. Uh, at the downtown CPK, not no? downtown. Oh, it's not the downtown. It's one. the it's the one down at uh, uh what do you call oh, it? Fashion place. At fashion place. So in Murray, at the California Pizza Kitchen in Murray. Uh-huh. So it's central to the entire oh, valley, just right off of the freeway. Everybody can come. Um, all you do is you come and you order pizza. You meet me. You meet us. Yeah, We're gonna be we'll there. Be there. We'll be there. You buy us a beer. Sure, why not? And then you buy yourself some food and a percentage of all the food that you buy for you. Uh huh goes to the coalition of reason yeah that's awesome so you know we we've been saying we wanted to meet up with with our local utah people that's a great way for you to come and meet us it won't be like an official it won't be a tgi meetup meetup yet but it will be if you wanted just to come down and and uh chat and hang out yeah come and hang out buy some food you're the the pro the part of the proceeds go to a good cause and you get to meet us so 
it is a win-win for everybody. Yeah. It's a dinner for science is what they're, is what they're calling it. Oh, uh, cool. So the money is it's, going to... It goes to science-related stuff. So, awesome. And, you know, I, I'm, I am now, I'll be, I'll, full disclosure, I'm now uh, on the board yeah. of, the, of the Utah Coalition of Reason. Well, thank God I'm Atheist is a member organization. Now. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So, so I mean, uh, I, I can tell you that they're, uh, they're a good group. Mm-hmm. And, and, I, and I encourage you to support them. Absolutely. All right. They owe me now. <laughs> Whatever. I've now discharged my, 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 uh, my responsibilities. There you go. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break. Um, we'll just, uh, this is the, uh, just to set this up, yeah. there was, because otherwise it will make absolutely no sense. Uh, this is a uh, stenographer. Uh, in the House of Representatives, U.S. House of Representatives, who uh, went a little nuts right at the moment when the House is about to, you know, reopen our government. Right. Yeah. So, so I mean, hey, talk about seizing an opportunity. Yeah. Here you go. He will not be mocked. He will not be mocked. Don't touch me. He will not be mocked. The greatest deception here is this is not one nation under God. It never was. Had it been, it would not have been. No. It would not have been. Constitution would not have been written by Freemasons. They go against God. You cannot serve two masters. You cannot serve two masters. Praise be to God, Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, well, so she, so she's saying, <laughs> you know, I, I'm sorry, it was never a nation under God, right? Well, fine, let's go with that premise. Yeah, right. Well, I, you know, okay. Here's one thing: if you've been working in the House of Representatives for as long as she probably has been, <laughs> and you still haven't gotten messaging any better than that, yeah. She, I mean, scripted out a little bit. To be fair, she's a steno- she's the stenographer. Yeah, but she's not like a public speaker. You'd think you'd absorb some of. She is now. <laughs> well, you think that girl's not going on the lecture circuit? Well, she got onto Greta Van Susteren. <laughs> yeah, and uh, actually, this is what she GVS me, have to see. say. She said, "Oh no, did I close the page? Oh, you idiot! I'm an you asshole. Asshole." <laughs> uh, anyway, she went on to Greta Van Susteren. And she said something to the effect of like. Um, I've been, uh, the Holy Spirit's been preparing me for this for the last two and a half weeks. Um, and, uh, sort of her initial reluctance. Wasn't it like she couldn't blah, blah, sleep? Blah. She was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Insomnia leads to some bad choices. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she's one of the lucky federal employees. Yeah, I know. Like, she, she still had a job. You didn't get furloughed, bitch. Yeah. Keep your mouth shut. <laughs> well, they weren't going to have like some, uh, you know. Member of Congress rapidly taking notes. I just wonder. They like, should have. Right, yeah. I just wonder, like, does she think she's accomplished anything? Well, she yeah. Got that, she got that yelled out. She said something about Freemasons writing the, the Constitution, and yeah. that's a horrible thing. Horrible. And, uh, and Jesus Christ, she named him a couple times. Yeah, yeah. Does she think that anything was accomplished or achieved in that moment, other than her getting fired and never being allowed to work in the for the, for the government again? She got on Greta Van Susteren. Mission well, accomplished. Well, I will say this: in the United States of America, TV is the greatest goal. Yeah, there is no greater goal. If you're a lunatic and you're able to get on TV, 
that's that's it. If you're a lunatic, if you're from New Jersey and you're able to get on, like it doesn't matter what yeah. you are. Yeah, getting on TV is it. Yeah, it, even if even if you're going on TV literally just to, to humiliate yourself, well, that's I, still acceptable yeah. by U.S. standards. Yeah, absolutely, that's what you're supposed well, I, to. I was, you know, I just think that like if you're able to, because here's the deal. Television stations across this country are on lockdown all the time. They have you have to be buzzed in, you have to go through you know, like oh, it's yeah. not like it's not like going into like a courthouse or anything like that. Right, but like sure. they have to know who you are. Studios and, are not going to let you in. Right. And even places that don't even have a live show on the air at the time, right. they are on lockdown. Right. And and the reason for that is because lunatics walk into their lobbies all the time trying to get their stupid message on. Right. She got hers on. That's why I say she's a successful lunatic. Sure. I just it's don't... because she actually like had her breakdown at the right place, right? <laughs> Th- that went out. She was, and then she the producers of Greta Van Susteren decide, hey, let's get her on. Sure. So she had her platform. She, she had her... actually was able to get into a she TV. She had her 15 minutes. On the TV. She didn't achieve anything for Jesus, but she had her 15 minutes for oh, sure. Oh, I think she did. Oh, do you? I think there are pe- if people were watching Greta Van Susteren, which I can't believe I've said her name now four or five times. <laughs> it's more than I've said her name in my entire life. Um, then she um, she got out to people. And there are people who are now sitting at home going, she's right. <laughs> she's right. This never was. This never was a one nation under God. Yeah, I think this those, never was. Those people need to go and find that good Christian nation. They need to get in their boats yeah. And yeah. <laughs> with their families. And try and sail to Tuvalu or where? Where did they go? I don't remember. Remember that family that sailed away to and never quite made it to Tuvalu? No, that's not it. Uh, yeah, it was somewhere down in Samoa or something, right? Yeah, near there. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, we have some emails. I'm gonna. We I'm do. Gonna, I'm gonna just start us off with Andy from the UK, Newcastle upon Tyne. Is what this a Andy. lovely sounding place. Yeah, doesn't it, it? I don't know if it actually is. I've never been there, but yeah. I picture beer because yeah. we know about Newcastle Ale. Sure. I don't know if that's where it's from or not, but I picture beer and I, I picture a nice a nice stream punting on the river. Yeah. The Tyne River. That sounds lovely. Um. Anyway, Andy says, uh, so I accidentally stumbled across your podcast in the summer and it's the most amazing thing in my life at the moment. Well, obviously, Andy, <laughs> we're the most amazing thing in your life. <laughs> but this he has an interesting story he says i i got married to the daughter of a fundamental christian two years ago and oh. a condition of the betrothal was that i converted oh when you're in love and you're and you're any oh when you're in love you'll do anything to be with a person with that person and i thought i had nothing to lose suffice to say shit hit the fan and we separated in april oh well i'm sorry about that Andy. Oh, yeah, um, terrible. i was down and out uh and I was down and out that I sold myself out for something so worthless, then found your podcast and through it remembered who I was again. Thanks, uh. guys, for reminding me not to sell out to, to or change forever for anyone, uh. especially where your core beliefs are concerned. Keep on rocking, Andy. Oh. Well, that's great. Well, I'm glad we were able to be there for yeah. him. You, you go with your bad self, Andy. Yeah. Go find yourself a good atheist girl. No kidding. Don't, don't fuck around with this, these religious nut jobs. Yeah, especially not anything that requires conversion. Yeah, exactly. 
Exactly. Like if, if they love you, they love you for who Here, you here's, are. Here's our. This, I think we can make this an official TGI position point. TGIA <laughs> position point, which is, okay. it's a red flag if people want you to change your beliefs for their for, for to marry them. Right. That's a big red flag. Yeah. You can marry somebody who has different beliefs than you, but if they if they're wanting you to change your beliefs, yeah. I, I'm I'm going to give that a thumbs down. Yeah, yeah. I All right. Okay. Any good stuff? Uh, Molly wrote to us from Tulsa. Okay. She says she wishes she'd been listening during our road trip, but she found us afterwards. Yeah, oh, that is a shame. Yeah. Um, she's referencing something, and I don't remember what specifically where we what we were talking about, but we mentioned the thought that belief that you could change your belief, and I thought, and I mentioned something about can you actually change your beliefs? Uh huh. And she says, I, <clears throat> I have to disagree that belief, or the lack thereof, should be regarded as a choice. To illustrate, I'd like you to believe in the Tooth Fairy or Santa Claus. Now, please. You can't do it, right? So why is it a choice to believe or disbelieve in another su- supernatural entity? You may choose to seek, seek out or avoid evidence, but once you've seen the evidence, you really can't undo it and mm. go the opposite way without mm. a hell of a lot of cognitive dissonance. Not that, not that I, I will point out, Molly. It's not, not, not that religious people aren't pretty darn good at cognitive dissonance, right? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, but but the thing is, did they choose to believe that first thing, right? right that then led them down a path of having to right sort things out. Yeah, I mean, that's it's a but, great question. It's a, I mean, do we choose to believe things? She's right. I can't. I in 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 point of fact, I cannot choose to believe in the Easter Bunny. Right. I could say that I believe in the Easter Bunny, but if I'm right. pressed, no, I don't believe in the Easter Bunny. I think if you went, uh, here's the question: If you went around saying for ten years that you believed in the Easter Bunny, could could you talk yourself into it? Could you, at the end of those ten years, believe in the Easter Bunny? I think so, actually. I think if you talk but, but like, a game for long enough, yeah. you can your brain will start to wire that game well, into yourself. I, I think that there are little things every day that we choose to believe, whether yes. it's out of uh, a sense of denial or whatever. We, I mean, we, little things that we know better, you know, you know. I mean, like that's the whole premise of like these feel goodery, you know, messages of like you're an, you're an important. Person. yeah but you know oh so like, like affirmations yeah and you're you're sitting there and you're like you're like i'm an attractive human being all of the people people love me i hate those affirmations people... because either you already know it and it's mm-hmm. just real to you right or you yeah you're just saying words that you know in your heart you don't believe but the but the question is but here's the thing it must work at a certain point you must be able to convince yourself at a certain point. I don't you know. You must start after a while because here's the deal. At first, you don't believe it. Yes. Right? And that's probably the, the, the as far as you or I have ever gotten with any of these sure. things. Right? Sure. Where it's just like, well, I don't believe it, so why would I? Yeah, I'm know, not, not going to try to believe. going here. Evidence points me to this conclusion but, and until counter evidence comes along. Let's just say, um, let's say you're a single person. You're out on the 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 market right we're looking for someone and you are like okay i'm an attractive person people who are i'm attracted to are attracted to me right um and you're you're going through this whole thing Mm -hmm. right 
at a certain point, you're going to have a couple successes, right? Right. Just because you're you're you and, you know, whatever. That person was attracted to you. Sure. And so you had a positive... A reinforcement. A reinforcement of, of that. that. And then at a certain point, you start to, to trust it, right? Mm-hmm. And the more mm-hmm. action you get, the more you believe that you're an attractive person. Maybe. It just occurs to me that on some level, when you're sitting there saying this affirmation to yourself... Uh-huh. You know that you're trying to trick yourself. Your brain understands but I, that. But I'm saying that there must be a point where you cross that. Where 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 that where where the knowledge that you're trying to trick yourself is supplanted by the fact that the trick is working. Right, yeah. <laughs> well here here's Maybe. the deal. Maybe here's the deal. I don't know. I know for a fact, because I heard him say it, that my dad didn't believe in the Joseph Smith story when he joined the Mormon church. Oh, but he kept doing it, and he kept getting good <laughs> callings, and he kept being like getting a lot of positive reinforcement. Oh. He bought into this community that was giving him a lot. Sure, and okay. you know he was getting along well with his wife, who was Mormon before him, and you know my mom, yeah. and um, and you know being happy about the community that he belonged to. Now he believes in Joseph Smith and the whole whole kit and caboodle. That's interesting. People have a problem with the temple the first time they go through, but oh, they keep sure. going. They keep this is okay. This is part of this part of what I believe. This is part of what I believe. But and to, to at my a mind, point, they get used to it. To my mind, that they accept it in their brains is an assimilation of what they accept as evidence. Meaning, your dad is going around gathering up uh, evidence, right? Meaning, and and to him, you know, everybody treating him well, uh-huh. him feeling like an authority figure, right? You know, all of that is evidence that the church is true, and then that becomes evidence that Joseph Smith actually, you know, right. Found However, gold it ends plates. up working out. He chose, though, right? At some point, he chose just to go along with it. Yeah, and then the rest fell into place. Yeah, I just feel like, in some misguided level, that he felt like he was testing the theory. He felt like he was doing, Maybe. you know, running the test. But again, that's how that's how I think right. these things happen. Well, sure, sure. So can you just can you all just of a sudden believe in choose the Easter to believe? Bunny? No, but you could, but you could lead your brain down a pathway right. that could create a belief. I think so. That sounds that sounds right to me. I think so. That sounds right to me. So it, it's do we? But as we know, so much of belief happens in a moment. Yeah. Well, and, there's that. You know, and so it's like. Those I don't think you can you can choose. That's just your brain working, right? Right. But I think you I think you can put your on, yourself on a path toward you know yeah accepting a a whole set of beliefs. Yeah, possible because people do, I think people do it. People do it. People, people s- convert. People start believing you know crazy shit. Yeah, all the time. And so I don't know, like like people believe in these. I think she's right. Mm-hmm. We can't you know just all of a sudden believe like. Big things. You can't believe but something I think we can, outlandish. You can choose to believe little things. Well, and you can choose to believe big things if everyone around you is believing it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because the tooth fairy, no, there's no society. There's no group of people around you right. that are all saying, no, it's true. Right. And trying to convince you. Like, there's no plausible. Right. Exp- there's nothing that, that a human brain could accept as plausible unless they're a little kid and they're getting a dollar. Right. But then that child has been told by the people around them right. that yeah. the Easter Bunny is real. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. Uh, thanks for writing in, Molly. Uh, we also got uh, Ansley wrote in. Uh, Ansley is from is is a youngin, oh. 17 years of age, from oh. a small town in Georgia. 
Uh, Ansley says, uh, as I'm sure you're aware, Georgia is uh, not home to many non-believers. Every single one of my close friends and family members, uh, while all fairly accepting of my atheism, are Christians. Yeah. Listening to your podcast has helped me feel not so alone about the whole thing. I recently came out to my family as a, uh, and friends as an atheist. I can definitely say your podcast was one of the factors that encouraged me to tell them. Uh-oh, we're in trouble. <laughs> um, I appreciate the positive approach you guys have instead of the superiority complex that many atheists seem to to develop mm. thank god i'm atheist is a very refreshing is very refreshing to listen to i look awesome. forward to it every week that's very cool well thanks ansley yeah can i call you ansley i don't know that's me no ansley. my name's frank okay can i call you ansley though frank <laughs> that would be weird can i call you frankly <laughs> also weird <laughs> well frankly i agree with you <sighs> okay well that's good stuff yeah um uh, do we have a voicemail well i thought we had another email sam sam Sam, I have it up. It yeah. came in seven days ago, and I don't think we touched upon it last oh. episode. Okay. Read it. It says, read it I'm an, athe- uh, an LDS atheist. I don't remember that as an opening line. Uh, I'm an LDS atheist who has not been to church for over six years. Um, of course, wherever I move, the missionaries track me down and try to bother me. I've not officially left the church because I think it is ridiculous that I have to go to the trouble to write a letter when a simple do not come back to my house should be sufficient. Mm. Um, uh, The main reason I have not written the letter is my parents are still Mormon and I don't want to kill my mother. (laughs) While, uh, While I do not bring up my atheism on my own, I do drink beer and coffee in front of them. I'm just not sure they could handle me never being able to repent. Uh, Back to the point, these bicycle-riding sycophants are making my uh, never-been-to-any-church-in-her-lifetime wife uncomfortable. (laughs) Uh, Is there any way to stop the intrusions without dancing their little jig? Hmm. Interesting. So you don't want to actually officially leave the church, but you want them to leave you alone. Yeah. Well... I mean, other than just when they come to your door saying, please don't come anymore. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, they're pretty... You could put up, like, a picture of a missionary with a with a circle and a line through it <laughs> on your door. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That that would feel pretty unwelcome to, unwelcoming to them. They'd get a dark feeling, and then yeah. they wouldn't want to go in. Oh. Or one of them would get a feeling like I feel I feel prompted that we should help these people. <laughs> yeah, I know. It, it, I don't know. Like, if that's the routine, that they're mean, just going to show up. I would, you know, I had people show show up at my place for a, a while before I took my name off the off the yeah. church records, and I, you know, it was literally just a matter of saying, "Oh, no, I'm not a Mormon anymore. Thanks." Right. And they'll what, and they'll say, "Oh, can well, can we do anything for you? Do you need any help with anything?" Yeah, and you're like, "Yeah, here, take this out to the trash." But other than that, I don't, there's nothing. Could, could you write a, like a "do not contact" letter? Yeah, maybe. I could you have I, a I guess general restraining order taken out against all <laughs> LDS missionaries? I, I I tend to like be not overly sympathetic to this plight because it's so easy to get rid of them. When yeah. they show up. Yeah. It's, you know what I mean? I'm sorry, but I, I it's literally just a matter of like, uh, never mind. Nope. Thanks. There's another thing here though. Yeah. And I know that people have this sense that, you know, you don't want to hurt your parents. Right. But the other glaring thing here for me 
is the whole name removal. Mm. It's a it's a quandary. I mean, it's a tricky thing. You ha- it, you, it has to be the right moment for you, whatever. But I think it all goes back to, I mean, I I just didn't want to be associated with them anymore. Yeah. And my parents' attitudes about it be damned. There, there's something to be said for that. But then again, you know, it's well, yeah, and it's not going to kill your parents, Sam. Let's let's not be right. Let's let's tone down the hyperbole a little bit. And it's not like the ship has completely sailed there is a mechanism to go back yeah yeah that's true you know so i mean it's, if it's like this there you're not going to be able to repent thing no you'll still be able to repent if you, you wanted to yeah you if you wanted still... to you could get back into the church but i think i yeah i mean for me I, i'll tell you it didn't matter for years to me yeah. it was just like oh i don't give a fuck they can count me if they want to i don't yeah i know i'm not mormon so it doesn't matter and then they started campaigning against gays. Yeah. And I was like, oh, hell no, you don't get to count me. Right. If you guys are going to be like a-holes, right. you can't say that I'm associated with you. Right. So that was what was really important to me. Like that was when I went on my reverse mission and got yeah. 80 people to take their names off of the rolls. And right. And mine was the first name. Yeah. So there you go. All right. Well, thanks for writing in, Sam, uh, and all of the rest of you. We sure do appreciate it. Here's the voicemail that we have. Hey, Frank and Dan. Congratulations on your 100th episode. I hope I'm not too late for the 100th podcast, but if I am, then so be it. uh, This is Chris from Salt Lake. I love listening to you guys. Um, I actually had a, uh, a coworker overhear me listening to your podcast in the office. And um, that was the catalyst to start a lot of uh, great conversations. Um, we've become better friends and um, found out that there are actually quite a number of free thinkers that I work with who I always just assumed, being here in Salt Lake, probably were not free thinkers. So anyway, love listening to you guys. Tons of fun. I'm a monthly supporter because um, you guys because you guys are just awesome. Keep up the good work. Thanks a lot. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, yes, you are late. You missed the hundredth. <laughs> so we played you on the hundredth. So first. yeah. Well, that's well. Uh, congratulations to our one hundred and first. Yeah, man. exactly. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, Chris. Uh, Chris is a. I I get the sense that he's a little bit devious. Hmm. Because his coworker heard us playing there, that means he's playing it out loud. Or he was just laughing. <laughs> okay, well, who knows? Who knows how it happened? But well done. I'm I'm glad that we could uh, that we could foster a, a, a free thinking. Yeah, that's exciting area. Yeah, yeah. I want yeah. I want to go work there. Well, mm-hmm. I don't really. Yeah, I I like what I I'd do. I'd find out what it is first. Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> well done. Well done. That's fun. Uh, okay. All right. So, uh, so Franklin. Yeah. Last week, you and I went to church. Of a sort. Sort of. We went to a church show. The church uh, show. <sighs> Technically called A Night of Hope with Joel and, Vi- and Victoria. Gag. A Night of Blah. Gag a maggot. <laughs> I don't want to bury the lead here. So I'm just going to say right out the chute. Boring. (laughs) 
I know I didn't know what I what to expect going into this thing, but I honestly didn't expect boring. I didn't. I figured he gets like twenty thousand people to show up every week down in Houston to his church. Right? He's a, he's a mega guy. Yeah. He's like the biggest there is. And yeah, so I was I was expecting first of all just a good entertaining show. Yeah. Um. You got and it. I was expecting some good talk. Yeah, I was expecting. I was expecting rousing. Mm-hmm. I was expecting vibrant. Yeah, I was expecting. I was expecting some showmanship, right? And not people feeding him lines over his earpiece. <laughs> Did you pick up on that? Did you, is that what you feel was happening? Absolutely. That part where he was like, "Oh, I don't remember what's next," and he'd put his hand down. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh oh yeah. Right. And he did it like two or three times. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Yeah, he did. Keep... And it's like he was not playing off the fact that he was being fed a line very well. <laughs> I don't think. I just, I just figured he was just, he so didn't care that he had just, he had his set routine. Oh, yeah. And he was just like, mm, oh, now I've lost it. What is it? <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, it's this thing. And he was trying to be charming and folksy about I it. I thought he was charming. And I thought he was folksy. Mm. I just thought he was uh, also boring. I don't know. So, yeah. I mean, we go there. We paid 20 bucks a piece. <laughs> For, to 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 go to this event and also suffered through traffic, oh. getting to the damn thing. Oh my god, these people, you, these Christian people don't know how to drive. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we we get there, we go into, and this is by the way in a sports arena, mm-hmm. and uh, and so we we show up, we're handed uh, a pen, and oh, yeah. and a bro and a a, a program. Full color, multi-page. Oh, oh yeah, really nice. You know, really inserts. Nice. And what's nice is one of the things about you and I doing church reviews is that we don't have to bring note-taking paper with us because right. almost every church hands you a piece of paper. Yeah. So we could just write down our, all of our notes on whatever <laughs> paper they give us. So, yes, all of my notes are on a, on a paper marked special thanks Victoria and I would like to recognize these ministers ministries for their support of tonight's event. Mm. And there's only one minister that they're recognizing, which Aww. is the which is Pastor Jim and Carrie Ayers of Life Church. Life Church. I'll tell mm, you. They worship life. This so the show starts out with a big rousing musical number. Oh and yeah. And that's good. That's it a good, was like God Bless America or something, right? Oh, it no, started out with the national anthem. It was the Star Spangled Banner. We all had to stand up. Yeah. And most of the group didn't do it. Like, I I was like, okay, we'll stand up. And everybody yeah. around me was like, oh, 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 I guess we're supposed to stand up. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And, and we were kind of in the international section. I don't know if you noticed that. <laughs> we Well, I think it, it, I was surprised by how many. Yeah, it was like Mexican. It uh-huh. was like largely Mexican. Well, Latino is what we. Sure. I, I didn't know their nationality, specifically yes. their nationality. Well, I mean, in Utah, Mexican means Latino. <laughs> it's just code. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so it was largely Latino, and and, uh, and so that was a lot of... Because we I was wondering who goes to this in Utah. Like, that's part of right. the fascinating thing, is like seeing a non-denominational evangelical preacher... Right. Come to Mormontown. And can he rustle up enough people right. to fill the Maverick Center? Right. Which he couldn't. No, he, he, didn't. he didn't fill it at all. No. He he, he got he got several thousand the in there. The floor was covered. Right. So I, I would say, and I don't know, how many How many would you say? A couple thousand? Three yeah, thousand? a few. 
I'd say there were a few thousand. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, definitely, you know, he made his money. Yeah. $20 a pop. Yeah. He, he did 60 grand haul he, he for one well. night. And he doesn't have to pay taxes on any of them. No. That's... So you can just pay the AV people. Right. Who might be volunteers, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be some shit right there? <laughs> So yeah, I mean they've got they, they've got a stage with some some sort of effect. Oh yeah, this arch in the back that's like the screen video screen thing. Yeah, that was, it was pretty cool. That's kind of cool. And yeah. there's a couple screens on the side so you can see. There was a smoke machine. There was a smoke machine. <laughs> <laughs> they they play the Star Spangled Banner and then three and three singers come out. They've got oh. they've got a full band. Yeah, with a with a small horn section uh-huh. and three singers, all of whom you know there's. There's there's the white woman uh-huh. and then the black woman and the black man. Yeah. And the white woman sounded exactly like Jenna from 30 Rock <laughs> when she sang. Like exactly. And she looked a little bit like her. Looked t- a I, little. She was a little more Nashville. Yeah. Than yeah. Uh, Jenna Maroney. Yeah. It was just really funny. It was just I, was, I just thought, you know what? We might be in a joke right now. Yeah. This might be a, a gag. <laughs> it wasn't, Unfortunately, though. no. It totally was not. Oh, my God. What a yeah. pain in the butt that thing good was. Good singers, good band, but boring music. Yeah. I mean, rousing. Boy, they made it loud. It was loud. They louded that thing up. Loud equals good for these people, <laughs> Yeah, apparently. Yeah, loud. The music was... And then, you know, you got, you got people in the crowd with their hands up. They were feeling it. Towards the thing. Not everybody... Some people were doing rare. the lower hands. You're doing the upper hands, right. which is fully above your head, like right, you're reaching right. to the sky. Right. There were people who were doing forward hands, mm-hmm. which is more sort of just shoulder height. Right. But you know. but like closed eyes and swaying. Yeah. Yeah, closed, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. But what amazes me is I just don't... It's... I, I, in my mind, that behavior, you know, it's, like, it's basically like rock style music, mm-hmm. right? It's incredibly loud. Yes. I expect the and and the hand gestures and swaying blah blah blah. I expect that behavior from a younger crowd. Oh really? This was some of the people were old. Yeah, I who feel, were doing that. Yeah, but I feel like they know what they're doing. They know what. Yeah, I mean, the old just, the the actual old people that were yeah. sitting right in front of us. Yeah, they were. They looked like they were like, oh, we have to stand up now. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, when do we get to sit? Okay, they, I'm they were enjoying the music, and that's what I think is so weird because it was it was concert right. volume, almost concert volume, right? Yeah, and turn, um, turn down your 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 uh, yeah hearing aids. These are people who would be complaining right. about the volume at a, at a concert. Yeah, but not when it's not when it's Joel Osteen. <laughs> oh, he is just so kind and so good. And I'll tell you what, man. That guy's message. Can we get to the message? <sighs> which is to. which is literally just take any motivational speaker. Take your Tony Robbins. Take your uh, who's out, who else is there? Motivational speaker. <laughs> Anyone? Tony Robbins is the big one. Yeah. I mean, take your the... Tony Robbins. Yeah. Add three Bible quotations, mm-hmm. and you're there. And you don't have to go anywhere else. Yeah. It's literally just boom. Well, what I thought was really interesting was that the so it starts off and he's talking about God, God this, God that, God this, with you and God, the you Lord, and God, every once in a while the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, huh, that's kind of funny. He's not saying Jesus, right, right. And but I, I didn't really like. 
fully like my mind wasn't I, I, I wasn't willing at that point to be like oh he's ignoring jesus right. and the jesus part of the message one of, and one of the original songs that we heard said something about jesus sure so. but he out of his mouth he nor his wife victoria right neither of them said in, it was just god 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 maybe a lord every once in a while right he introduces his mother. His mother gets up there, and it's Jesus every other word. Jesus this, Jesus save me, Jesus this, Jesus that, Jesus that, blah, 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 blah. And then I realized everything that was missing. Mm. There was no saved by grace. There was right. no, you know, put yourself in his hands. There yeah. was none of that. That's true. His mom, it, it, what's interesting is that we did get sort of the story of Lakewood, oh, their, no. their ministry. Yeah. And uh, and apparently it was his dad's ministry, yeah. And and his mom participated in that, right? So she's an old hand at this. Oh yeah, she knows what she's doing. She, does, she can yeah. she can get up and and just spew out a bunch of nonsense. None of these people were trying. No. Let me just be clear about this. Nobody was trying. No. The band was trying. Yeah. Uh, the Gina music Maroney was trying. Was really trying. <laughs> but anyone that was saying spoken words to us, none of them were trying. <laughs> they were just like. Whatever blather uh, came out of their fell out of their face yeah. was what they were right, you know. And <laughs> at one point, you know, he's introducing his mom and he starts to tell her story and he introduces it by saying, Well, I shouldn't tell her story, but here's what happened, blah blah blah. And she starts to walk out to him, and at one point he waves her off. <laughs> like, no, 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 go back, go back. And like she starts she starts again and he waves her off again. Yeah. Like literally, she had three false entrances. Right, all right. And finally he lets her back on he lets right. her come on and then just stands with her while he blathers some more. Right. And then he gives her the mic. Right. It was weird. Well, I think she. I think they can't control her. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like the, everybody else, there was this very sort of watered down, very clean, cl cleansed of Jesus message. Right. Not just cleansed of Jesus. Cleansed of anything offensive to anyone. Yeah. Nothing is allowed to offend a single person. And she could. She, she might go off that track a she little could. bit. I could see it. She's not like she was going to go far. She's old time. Yeah. She, she's old school, old time religion. She speaks. And believe me, that woman has been at a revival right. in her day. Oh, yeah. She's she's ran. Oh, yeah. She's run some re revivals in her mm -hmm. day. You could, you could hear it. You could feel it. She could get a crowd worked up. But he, they don't. She, they don't let her. She said, uh, I, I remember she was talking, because J Osteen himself uh, introduced her by saying that in the 80s, he started talking about how in the 80s, she had a cancer that was oh. untreatable. Yeah. Untreatable. She was just going to die and blah, 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 blah. Well, and, cancer was, is it's still terrifying, but in right. the 80s, it yeah. was a death sentence. Sometimes, yeah. A lot of the kinds of cancer. And this kind of cancer was liver cancer, I think. And it was just never well, going to happen. Right. And then she was going to die in blah, 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 two weeks. No, 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 no. It was, there was cancer in her liver. Did you hear them say that? It wasn't, they didn't say liver cancer, did they? I don't know. Because w they slipped later with the story. <laughs> and they said that it was a non-metastasized, non-localized uh, cancer. Oh, or really? It was a metastasized, non-localized or something like that. Which means it was like all over her body... Mm. But it wasn't actually like a cancer of anything specific. Huh. So whatever little treatments that they had worked great. But they say it was it was a cancer in her liver. Well, and, it wasn't liver cancer. And they say and they said that the that the doctors told her that there was no way she could possibly live from it. And they prayed and they prayed and she got better. Ta da Yeah. Miracles. Guaranteed she was also on some like the best medical care money could How buy. How dare at the you, time. Franklin? Miracles. <laughs> Miracles. 
And maybe a doctor said, wow, this recovery has been remarkable. Miracles. Anyway, he's going through this whole story. What's great, the moment that I lived for that no one else in the room of thousands caught was when she said she was, you know, she was talking about praying and being healed. And she said, now, I don't recommend that you do that. (laughs) Right. She actually said, I wrote that word down, that phrase down in quotations. I don't recommend that you do that (laughs) because then I could be sued. Right. Possibly. Right. Well, probably not. No, probably not. But but what I think is great about that is that, I mean, she is, she knows full well that's not going to work. Right. Yeah. So So they're telling this faith promoting story all the while. They know it was medical science. They just need a good story. Right, right, right. I just love that. I love that she was like, no, I don't recommend you do that. The story, the story though that really bugged me, okay, was Victoria's borrowing the car story. Oh, there was such a good story. It was an amoral <laughs> lesson. <laughs> Why don't you tell? Uh, do you want me to tell the story and you can give us the moral of the story? Oh, I'll I'll tell the story. Okay, tell the story. I'll tell the story. So Victoria, Joel Osteen's wife. Is like she starts talking about her dad mm. and her relationship with her dad, and how when she was like 16, she'd just gotten her driver's license, she was asked to go to the grocery store, right? To go pick up some milk, I think was the, the gist of it. Sure. And she was told to go directly to the store, do not stop anywhere, and come directly back. Yeah. And, um, and so she, she says she gets in the car. And she goes straight to her friend's house. Her friend piles in, and then they go, and they're en route to the store, and something happens. What? Did they get in a little fender bender? What was it? They Oh, the window. She was told, do not roll down the window. Yeah, he said, don't roll down the passenger window. It's off the track. Right. If you roll down the passenger window, right. you know, everything's bad in the world. Right, right, right. And so she... Um, she tells her friend immediately, uh, some, something, something. But anyways, the window gets rolled down because they're like yelling at some some, some people cute, they know. Cute boys on like, the side yeah, of the exactly. road. And the window shatters. <sighs> it's gone, done, done. And so she immediately turns around. She goes home. And she says, father. <laughs> right. She decides to own up to it. Yeah. And she tells her father. And he just immediately forgives her. He smiles. He smiles. Forgives oh. her. She completely flat out disobeyed him. She's she's done everything wrong, right. and yet he forgave her. He forgave her. Immediately. No questions. He didn't yell. He didn't scream. He just... Just said, okay. And so I'm like, that is a shitty life lesson. You can <laughs> go out, do, disobey, and there are no consequences? What do you think the life lesson is of the whole concept of repentance? Well, yeah. I mean, this is this is right. This is Jesus right here. I don't think that that's a shitty life lesson. I I think, th- I think that the life lesson should be that we, you know, we need to. People are imperfect, and and forgiveness is good. Forgiveness is good. I find. However, that... I think the good life lesson for a child would be, okay, you need to pay right. for it. Yeah, I forgive you. You you you'll have to work for right. three weeks to. to there was pay nothing it off of right. that in there. No. Right. Well, she forgot that line. That line was supposed to be in there, and she for, she just forgot to say it because no, they were they were no. half-assing this whole it, the fucking thing. She presented us with a shitty life lesson. <laughs> she ta- she was teaching parents bad parenting, yeah, well. and she was teaching that that you should be able to just go and do whatever and yeah. you know be a scofflaw, right? 
and there will be no consequences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was shitty. I was just like, that's a fucking horrible story. You, you want to know one of the funniest... So, so the, the, the message, the one that I picked up on that occurred to me could be a really bad message uh-huh. was, and I get where he was probably coming from on this, but when, Ost, when Joel himself said, you know, love family, but love some of them from a distance. <laughs> you have to love family, but love some of them from a distance. <laughs> and I just thought... <gasps> I think what he probably means is there are assholes in everybody's life. Right. You don't have to love assholes. If your right. dad beat you, you don't have to you don't have to like be in his life anymore or right. whatever. Yeah. But I think what a good chunk of people that hear that think is, oh good, I don't have to acknowledge my, my gay nephew. Hmm. But love him. I'll, just from a distance. I love him from a distance, but I don't have to look at him because he's <laughs> disgusting. That's what I think somebody's uh, going to take from that. Although Osteen himself refuses to condemn gays, which is nice. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, because he refuses to do anything he because he is any, yeah. the most milquetoast human being on the earth. I will say this for him. They have some fantastic morning show quality graphics. <laughs> <laughs> they do indeed. Yeah. They're they're really good. Good morning, Houston. Yeah, oh, with it, Joel and it, Victoria Osteen. Just as easily could have been morning show presenters. Oh yeah, you look at this. We're looking at the uh, at at the cover of the brochure of the of the program that we were given, and these two could be. Yeah, <laughs> this is, they could go all the way to New the, York. There's a they third could, person they, not in the photo who does the weather. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and the local news. There's a fat black dude who does the weather. <laughs> And Asian reporter Tr- Trisha Takanawa. Yeah, yeah. And these two just sit on the couch. Yeah. And boy, boy, do they have fun. <laughs> they just have fun. Oh, oh my they god. Tease each other. Right. I think they oh. could do. It. I think those two could have a national show. They could. They could. They could be right on on right before Kathy Lee and and Hoda. They could actually. That that would be the best place for them. Yeah. That's where they belong. Yeah. Oh, this boy. whole mega, although they're making a fortune, yeah, and not paying taxes on it. I will, I will, I will reiterate that. Well, I mean, his take home, he has to pay some taxes on. I don't think so. Not as a minister. Well, he or has, there's special he has rules. Weird, he has breaks and all that. Special kind of rules stuff. for ministers. But like, but I'm I mean, sure his take home is like. I'm sure that the ministry pays him like twenty thousand dollars a year. Well, what they've probably done, and everything else, his house is owned by the ministry. It would be set up as a rectory. Right. Right. Everything is owned by the ministry. Right. And his take home pay is like twenty thousand. Like he's probably I, a po- I would poverty say, level. I, I don't think you there's no need to go that far with this because they're there's hiding no millions. To. There's no need not to go that far. But you you do need some money to to have your luxuries and your extravagances, anything that the ministry couldn't pay for. Um, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Personal gifts to each other, guaranteed. She's got some rings that are worth twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> That's true. You know, yeah. If not half a million dollars. Oh, I like the. There was a song at one point. The uh, the chorus of which is, "There is no one like our God." And I was <laughs> That's like, "True." Yeah, there is no one. Like this guy that you keep bringing up, there's no one like that. I've looked. I, you know, I've met a lot of people. I've sort of seen how humanity ends up looking. There's nobody that can do the magic tricks that yeah. this guy ends up doing. Yeah. 
Oh boy. Any other thoughts? I don't know. You know, he doesn't mention Jesus. He mentions yeah. he says that his dad went to the Lord. Yeah. And then he and then he doesn't mention the devil either, but he does mention that there's an enemy. There's an enemy. You have an enemy. Yeah. But that could be your douchey your, neighbor. Yeah. Exactly. Know? And and that's how he talks about it too. You know, you have an enemy that's trying to hold you back. It could be your own psychology. Yeah. Your own psychology is holding yeah, you back. Yeah, yeah, Because his whole message is just about, like, your destiny. Boy, he talks about destiny. Yeah. Your destiny is greater than than what you have today. And if it wasn't, then God wouldn't have a reason to keep you here. Yeah. There's no reason for, for God to keep you in this life if you don't, if 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 your destiny isn't better than what you have today. Huh. And I just thought, wow, you are giving a you're You're making a pretty bold statement for a lot of people whose lives are probably going to remain just as shitty as they are now. <laughs> I mean the probability that most of that you know but most of these want people to believe this. Of course they do. Yeah. It's the easiest it message. Books. It's the easiest way to get them to give you money yeah. in the whole world is yeah. to say I have reason to believe your life might get better. <laughs> Not just better. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be amazing. You and you and God. Your destiny. You and God have great things coming. I mean, I liked some of the things he had to say. Like, one of the things he had to say was, you know, it, it was basically a pick-your-battle message. And what's funny is that he used the word battle. Mm. And he said, you know, if this battle, this, you know, there's all these battles that are off on the side. And if this battle isn't between you and your destiny, mm-hmm. don't bother with it. Don't waste your energy on it. Mm. You know, if this battle isn't between you and your destiny. Yeah. And I actually think something to that. Hmm. You're wasting energy if you're, you know, if if you're not pursuing what you really desire in this world. Yeah. Then why are you bothering to fight with Frank and accounting over, you know, you know, whatever? Why are you keeping your your office rivalries up? Or mm, I know. Yeah. Because not you, Frank fun. and accounting. They're fun. Just whoever. Yeah. They're. they're, uh, they're it's they're, a nice diversion. You get used to them, right? <laughs> I like holding on to my. I have a I have a rivalry at work right now. Do you? No, not really. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't even have a work to have a rivalry at. I know. When you're self-employed, it's harder. I know. I can't I can't establish any rivalries. <laughs> <laughs> Could be like that Dan guy. He's an mm, a-hole. Yeah. Self-rivalry. That'd be interesting. <laughs> I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to sabotage myself. See what yeah. happens. Oh well, there you go. So I think final final recommendation. Uh, don't don't, don't 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 do I, this. That is, this a, is not, that would be a mistake. Not a good use of your time, people. No, yeah, no money. Go, honestly, yeah. If it's not between you and your destiny, don't go to Joel Osteen. <laughs> if it is between you and your destiny, I'm fascinated. Uh, what's your destiny? Tell me, be? write to me and tell me more about your destiny because that doesn't make sense. Hey, to you me. You might work at one of these arenas. That's true. You know, in which case, even if you can get in for free and you're curious, we've just given you plenty of reason. Don't bother. Yeah. Go and drink instead. Yeah. And you'll be much happier. Yeah. Was the bar open at the at the Maverick Center? Mm, I don't think you could get a beer. Uh, I think you could get like some pretzels or pr- something. Or popcorn and pretzels. <laughs> but you couldn't. I don't <laughs> know. That you could, <laughs> that, we should have snuck in booze. Uh, that would have been so much smarter. Yeah. And we could have because they were just checking the ladies' purses. Right, exactly. Yeah. We could have smuggled in some booze. Yeah. Oh, right. oh thoughts Damn for it. the next time. All right. Well, facebook.com slash TGI Atheist is how you can find us on Facebook. Absolutely. Or email us at podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. And our voicemail telephone number is 424 666 
888-442-4442. Don't forget that you can go onto our website, thankgodimatheist.com, and you can donate to us and help us run our show, or you can buy a t-shirt. They're yeah. handsome, they're fun, yeah. and they're, uh, they're, they're not overly expensive. No! Completely so. reasonable. All right, and also thanks to the Red Rock Hot Club for letting us use their music yeah. at the opening and close of our, of our show. It's a wonderful thing. And uh, so everyone have a have a nice week. To see you next week. Bye-bye.